I'm Janie, the creator of Alchemy with Janie. This is your one-stop shop for all the magic within yourself that you may not even realize exists. So if you have ever felt unaccepted, judged, unable to fully express yourself, unaware of the magic that truly resides within your heart and your soul, then this is the right place for you to be. My aim for this podcast is to help you become the best, most magical version of yourself and reach the unlimited potential you were truly born to be through your unique magic. So come on in and let's dive deep into you and uncover some of your incredible and unknown magic together. This is the You Are Magic podcast and you definitely are the magic. You are not the real you. (laughs) Um, This episode is going to be all about discovering why you're not the real you, what I mean by that, um, and what to do about it so that you can be the real you, because I'm sure everybody wants to be the real version of themselves, the real authentic version of themselves. Um, Sometimes we just don't know how to. Um, So the reason why I say you're not the real you is because you are the product of society, of your family, of your parents, of your musics, your films, your stories, your books, the magazines you read. And that is conditioning. It's not you. So the real you is the version of you when you first came into this world, when you were a newborn baby with no conditions as to who you are, the identity that you were going to take on, who you were going to be. Um, You didn't even have a name. You came out as baby. Baby's been born. Baby. We're all the same. Every single one of us had no identity, no conditions until those set of conditions were put upon us. Um, And you also carried no wounds. There was no trauma. It was literally just birthing you out. And then the trauma starts there. (laughs) Um, So let's dive deeper into getting you unconditioned and back to your true self so that you can recondition yourself to whoever it is that you dream of being um, and whoever it is that you actually want to be in this lifetime, which you only get to live once as you. So I'm just going to start on conditioning and what it actually means um, in like the most simple sense that makes sense with this pod, with this episode. So conditioning actually means a particular set of type of rules or laws or conditions that govern you or that govern your environment, or that govern the way you are being, or the way that you are living. So when we're growing up and our parents say, you can have dessert once your plate is all finished um, and empty, you're being conditioned by the rule that you can only get dessert after you eat dinner. It's not unconditional. You can just help yourself to dessert anytime. No, there's conditions there. So Another condition example could be when you were growing up that you got told you were only allowed to have sex after marriage or that you would be thrown out of the house if you come home pregnant. Now, some conditions are obviously amazing and so needed for our well-being and our betterment, like, for example, the the dinner plate of being finished and then having dessert because obviously dessert's not good for you. (laughs) Um, And obviously we need those for our well-being and our betterment while we're growing up and while we haven't really connected to our own deeper awareness as deeply as we do going into adulthood. And so parents setting conditions on on a well-being level is necessary and needed um, to help us grow. But other conditions can also be so traumatic and wreak havoc on our body in so many unknown ways. And we are literally walking, talking, going around with all these conditions without even realizing 
how much of that is controlling who we are and our identity and what we're doing in in our life. Um, for example, the conditioning example of the only you're only allowed to have sex after marriage can instill an automatic, this is an automatic fear that can just come into that person who's being told that you're not allowed to have sex until you're married. Um, um, they can have an automatic fear because they're conditioned um, with strictness dependent on the environment that they're in. So if they fear the person from whom that condition is coming, so for example, I had a really strict mum, if she said this was the rule, um, then that can that can continue traumatizing that person way past their adulthood because if they want to do something outside of that condition their brain is kind of sending them red flags or signals going no 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 you're in danger 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 sex is completely normal and and some people you know it depends on your belief system whether you want to have it before marriage or after marriage or not even believe in marriage so when that's not your condition but it's somebody else's condition and that's been put on you from such a young age you kind of carry that danger going into sleeping with somebody and so you know it can disrupt your normal natural rhythm and normal natural flow because you've been conditioned a particular way that's not natural to you and who you are um and so if you fear the person or if the person fears the person from whom the condition or the order is coming from they can then carry that in their psyche which can affect them for as long as they allow it to control them way beyond adulthood and the psyche fears then travel down from your brain into your body again creating another energetic imbalance and footprint and so if you think about just these two examples like the simple examples of conditioning and how every little thing experience every little word every thought can condition who you are your identity and your way of being and living and the way that you exist in the world <clears throat> and with your friends and your family. Then think about the, that's the internal private personal life conditioning, right? With your family and your upbringing. Think about the external conditioning outside of your personal life, like the news, the media, the music that you listen to, the industries that are out there looking to make money by any means possible. And, you know, companies that will use psychological tactics to hook you in. Um, and then bam, there you are, conditioned again. So <clears throat> conditioned to whatever it is that they want. For example, another example for this would be Coca-Cola. So, so bad for you. So, so bad for your teeth <laughs> um, and your health. Um, but the right advertisement and the taste of it are being shown to be so good and so amazing. So like the complete opposite for what it does for you. But they're advertising all the other, the the opposite side side effects of what it actually does for you. And you trick your mind and condition yourself into buying that product because of that. Uh, you are no, you are either in no control over what is being conditioned inside of you, or you are in full control. So there's only two sides to this coin. You are either somebody listening to this podcast and you're like, yep, I am 100% in control of exactly what I allow myself to be conditioned with. Or you're sitting there kind of like, I have been so conditioned. I'm still allowing myself to be conditioned and I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and that's okay. I was there. I lived my entire, up until I was literally about 29, I'm saying, 28, 28. <laughs> um, I lived a conditioned life without realizing that it was conditioned. 
And I was so oblivious and I just went along like a robot and I listened and to all the conditions around me and I lived according to all the conditions around me, whether that was society's conditions or my parents' conditions or my friends' conditions or my managers' and jobs' conditions and whether it was looking for a job because of the conditioning, even though I didn't want to do a job, you know? And again, it's the key to knowing how to be in full control of what is conditioned um, inside and how to uncondition that crap that you don't actually want within you and that's holding you prisoner to your identity. And then to recondition to what you actually want is a process. And the process consists obviously deeper than just three key things, but I'm going to cover the overview of the three key things that you need to uncondition and then recondition yourself. So number one is your awareness and wisdom on all your trauma and your past versions of yourself and the version and and clarity as well on the version that you truly are deep down and the person that you want to be. If you don't have the awareness and the wisdom on the trauma that's happened to you or you're in denial or you've suppressed it or you're carrying around a story that says, I am not this person or I've dealt with the trauma, even though you might have not then you're going to struggle to really, truly decondition um, because you're still holding on to that energetic footprint. And again, the same way, if you're not clear on who it is that you want to be for you. So again, this is really important part of the first process because sometimes when I'm saying to you, who do you want to be? Because you're still conditioned and you're listening to me from a conditioned point of view, you will still go to the version of you that you think your parents might want you to be, or you might go to that conditioned version of you that you think you should be, but, and I'm putting my little fingers with the uh, speech bubble marks here, Um, because you're conditioned. So before you get clear on the version that you want to become, it's important to do some deconditioning first on your traumas and the past versions of you so that you clear out some of the, the layers of the crap of conditioning that's that's kind of sitting like a blindfold. And then that blindfold will sort of come down slowly. And as it's coming down, you'll get a clearer, clearer, clearer vision of exactly who you want to be. And then as you take action steps, that vision will just get clearer and clearer and clearer. The more you decondition, the more you become your true magical self. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. And then number two of part of the process is understanding how much of your conditioning is conscious versus unconscious and knowing the key differences between your conscious mind and your subconscious. So when I do psychic readings for people, the majority of the time I'm tapping into them to pull what is going on with them energetically is never from their conscious mind. It's usually major- the majority or 90% of the reading comes from their subconscious. And so sometimes I am reading things for them and they have no clue that that has been lying underneath the surface. And then I bring that up for them and they're able to see like, oh my gosh, this has been my problem. And that's why people love the insights that come because I see clearly exactly what's going on in their energetic footprint psychically. Anyway, number two, so yeah, number two, the process is really getting to understand your conditioning um, on the conscious level, because obviously the conscious level is the level at which your mind actually perceives the world um, and you know about it rather than the unconscious, which is just kind of all of this stuff that's been layered. So for example, all of this conditioned stuff, you don't even know where it's come from because it's been sitting in your subconscious for so long. And so 
when you can understand the differences between your conscious mind and the subconscious um, and what's lying in your subconscious, how to access your subconscious mind and how to work with it and also how to access your conscious mind and then get the two to work together um, is one of the key part of the processes of deconditioning and conditioning. And then number three is being able to be fully honest and transparent with yourself about the walls, about the denial that you might be in when it comes to your conditioning because some things are so deeply embedded in us um, that they've become comfortable to us. So um, unconditioning can actually be quite scary and quite uneasy to do because you are still so attached to the conditioning because it feels safe and that is the known. So for example, um, for me, I was raised in a in a household in a toxic family that where um, hitting your children was normal. And for me, that was my safety because I was punished um, and I would overwork myself to get attention or affection. And even then I wouldn't get the affection that I needed. And that felt safe to me. And so because that was my safe to me, because that was my, that is all I knew as a child, that is what I continued to attract in my partners. And so I was punished with partners. Um, and, and I, 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 loved it because that that was my conditioning you know I've been I had been taught that that is how I live that is how I be and that is how I feel safe and so the deconditioning process for me was kind of no this is not okay but then the partner who was meant for me for my unconditioned self felt unsafe even though he was the right person for me when I was ready after I'd done the deconditioning and we'll tap more into this when I do my soulmate and uh, soulmate episodes and things like that but just to give you an example of how toxicity can become your safety because deconditioning is so heavy and so unknown to your conscious mind. It's sitting in your subconscious, so you don't even realize it's there. And so the deconditioning process means that you do enter the phase of the unknown. And that's where many of you can struggle to continue on your path of unconditioning because um, and you fall back into the same old patterns or the same old toxic cycles, whether it's eating bad food or dating the wrong person or being in abusive relationships. Um, because all you know equals safe to you in your mind, um, in your conditioned psyche. Um, so if you've had a toxic cycle, a toxic pattern, the toxic and the bad is going to be your, your comfort because that's all you know. And so until you're able to truly get that and not want that anymore, that's when you're really ready to work on that core condition and that core belief that's inside of you, that you know, otherwise, until that point, if you're not truly re ready for yourself to get out of that toxicity, then you're always um, you're always going to be at risk of being conditioned by everything external going on around you, um, as well as staying deeply affected by the conditioning of your past, <clears throat> your parenting, childhood, upbringing, social media, the news, etc. So, in order to truly get to the core, real, lovable version of you that is unconditioned, you need to really start to assess your life with some harsh honesty. And some of these may be very upsetting to you because sometimes when we work with the subconscious, again, like I said, your your conscious mind isn't aware that all of this is going on beneath the surface, like the iceberg, the subconscious and the conscious mind is like the iceberg. The conscious mind is the tip of the iceberg. So you know what's going on at that tip because you're in control of that tip or you so you think you are. But the entire iceberg beneath that surface is the real controller and that is the subconscious mind. And that is where all of the conditioning is stored. And so who is really in control of you right now? 
you think you are with your conscious mind, but that is only 10% of you and running your day and taking action. But what is driving that action and driving and motivating from beneath is everything in that subconscious. And so until you clear out that entire iceberg <laughs> that is laying there within you, um, you're not going to be in control. Um, as as much as you can control, obviously living in, we'll be talking about the ego and surrender and how to live in flow mode and all of this stuff as well. But part of the magic, obviously, to get you right on track and to start with is deconditioning yourself. And so some of the things that might come up from that iceberg at the bottom, that, that subconscious might be upsetting to you um, because you start to realize that as you uncondition some truths that maybe were lying underneath your psyche in disguises as walls or as defense mechanisms or patterns or stories are actually way deeper and way more traumatizing than you may have told yourself. And so I think it's important to realize the depths at which we can hold our pain and our suffering when being conditioned um, and be aware that unexpected grief may show up. So tears, um, anger, rage, that's all part of the unconditioning process. And one key thing to remember is to allow for all these trapped emotions to come through. Just allow it to come up. It, it doesn't make sense to the logical brain because in your logical mind, in that 10% mind, you're kind of telling yourself, yeah, I've dealt with it. But you haven't dealt with it. You've suppressed it and you've repressed it. So there's, you know, there's trauma, there's music that you're not listening to. It's kind of like a hypnosis and it just works and it seeps through into your subconscious. And so even if you're telling yourself I'm healed or I am over it or you know it doesn't affect me anymore or you hold a defense mechanism personality up even where you know I used to do this where I'd be like I'm not emotional I'm just I detach and that was my defense mechanism I used to detach before the other person can hurt me um not realizing that I was actually hurting myself in the process and making that trauma that was stored in my subconscious even worse and even deeper um and inviting in even more toxic patterns by doing that so it's really important to allow these trapped emotions to be released from your body because the release of the emotion is where the space is made for that new energy and new conditions to come in. And so if you don't do the first part, because I know when I started, I thought, oh, I'm going to skip the first part because that sounds boring and I don't really want to go into my ugly emotions. And like, I don't really want to go there because it's uncomfortable. I'm just going to skip and I'm going to start rewiring my brain. And what happens when you do that is you have no space <laughs> to rewire. So even if you have like, I don't know, one gigabyte left on your USB, how much are you actually going to be able to fill yourself with? And so it's not going to be long before, even if you feel a few effects of the rewiring, which you can do because you've got a little bit of space, um, it's not going to be long before you go back to your old patterns because you're still storing those. And so that new thing, that new rewiring that you've tried to reprogram inside of yourself, it's not going to override all the other crap unless you release the other crap first. <clears throat> um once obviously you're on the other side of the deconditioning the fun part is the rewiring and conditioning yourself to have new higher levels and versions of yourself that you want for yourself and you're back in control of and that is like the fun part of the magic that we get to work with um but you it's so important to do the first part and so I'm saying this from experience because I went a whole year of just leaving that deconditioning behind and it just pushed me a whole year behind myself where I could have been a year ahead of myself and so it's important to also note that when it comes to deconditioning, it's not an overnight, one-time, one-and-done thing because we're still constantly being conditioned even as we uncondition because we watch movies, um, 
we listen to music lyrics and we watch the news and that gets into our head, you know, about the past or the future or what they're saying. And we tap into that energy and that emotion and condition ourselves unknowingly. So it's not like you should, be, you should be fearful of doing any of those things. Like I still watch movies with my partner. I love them. I love TV shows. But, um, and I listen to music. I love music. Um, but it's just being aware and mindful of what you are consuming on a daily basis because those are the rules that will end up governing who you are being and they become your conditions again. So it's just being mindful. Um, so like, for example, I'll always notice how my life is going depending on who I surround myself with. That's a big one as well. Um, and what I feed myself with in terms of technology, social media, I don't watch the news. I won't scroll on my feed for longer than 30 minutes. And I f if I feel like I'm being conditioned and feeling off um, with the version I want to be, then I'll rewire myself at bedtime. I will, um, to get some unconditioning, I'll journal out some feeling and get into space, into the space of healing and working through some conditioning trauma. Um, there is a process for every single one of us that works, um, perfect for, for you. You just have to get into the space to find out what yours is and then practice it every single day. And to get into that space, like I said, journaling is a great start. Um, and just asking yourself the question of, who do I want to be? What trauma have I held onto? What am I holding onto that is not mine to carry? What have I been told as a child that I'm, I don't really agree with and I don't really want to be anymore and it's okay to let go of? And just those are little prompts that you can just start with um, and then see where it flows. Like other stuff might come popping out into your journal. Tears might flow. Emotions might come up that you're not, that you're not expecting. Um, allow all of it to come through because that is part of the healing. That's part, that is literally you unconditioning some of that stuff okay that's the start so I will cover an episode on how to uncondition and recondition yourself for those of you wanting to tap into that but for now I think this was quite a heavy episode um, I know it's short but it's very in-depth and it's very can be quite overwhelming for your mind and your brain to take in so I just want you to absorb it all um, and obviously I will like I said teach you how to recondition how to uncondition in maybe another episode um and I'll leave you for now with a new awareness to you and your magic that may still be waiting to be tapped into fully. And if you're ready for the deep dive, I will catch you in the next episode and we can get even more unconditioning done together. So if you liked this um, and you're watching it on YouTube, then please subscribe and pop a comment below for some feedback. If you're watching it on Spotify, then please follow and leave me a review. Um, wherever you're watching it, please just give me a review. Give me a follow because they help grow my little podcast. Lots of love to you and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to the You Are Magic podcast with me, Janie. I love spreading magical wisdom to you all and I'm so grateful to be able to help any souls on their journey. If you absolutely love this episode, then drop me a like, a follow and a review so I can continue to bring you the best magical wisdom. If you don't already know me, then please do come and join me on Instagram, which is Alchemy with Janie. That's Alchemy with Janie. And if you want to learn more about any of my courses, programs or monthly intuitive psychic readings, then check out the show notes below, which will have all the links in there for you please do me another massive favor and hit the subscribe button on YouTube and comment below the video if you watch this episode there too. Clicking all those right buttons helps me grow this podcast and reach even more souls on the planet so that we can make this world a much more magical home to live in together. Lots of magical love to you and I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Mwah.